This evening we'll talk about trumpets. Every time I watch the news lately, I uh, hear the trumpets blowing. I can quote scripture to it. You're going to hear it tonight. Ah, Jesus heals the ten leopards is where we're at. Title of the sermon is Were There Not Ten Cleansed? When Jesus Christ cleansed me, I thought of Psalm 51. Cleansed me from my unrighteousness and renewed the right spirit within me. And he can do that anytime you come to him. Whatever condition you're in, whatever sin may befall you. Jesus Christ is there to cleanse. He asked, was asked one time why he was here on this planet, and he said to seek and to save that which was lost. And it's that simple. Let's read, and then I'll try to stick to the message. And it came to pass, verse 11 of chapter 17 of the book of Luke, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through, this is Jesus Christ, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. This was towards the end of Jesus' ministry here on this earth, and he passed through the midst of Samaria, which if you're familiar with the Samaritans and the geography of the country, uh, Samaria was kind of a... a dark side, of, south side of Chicago, so to speak. And uh, it was the rough side of town, and uh, the Jews had no dealings with the Samaritans at the time. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off, which meant they were Gentiles, which meant they weren't Jews, they were Samaritans. They, weren't, they were one strike against them. They were frowned upon by society for being Samaritans, and the second thing was that they were lepers. And so they were of a degraded lot and uh, certainly unprivileged. And as he entered the certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off because of tradition they had to stand back and say, leprosy, leprosy, and Jesus or anybody else had to pass, and they didn't have to pass around them. They had to stand still and let them pass around them. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Now, if you know what mercy is, mercy is getting more than you deserve. It is. It's not getting. In fact, it's not getting what you deserve. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, sh oh, excuse me. And he lifted up their voices and said unto him, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. First point of the message is, is when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. They received God's word there in verse 14, and then they acted upon it. They were called, they were, and they reacted. They were told to go, and they went. What's God telling you to do today? Where's God at in your lives? Are you listening to him and his word? Are you headed in the directions he wants you to go? Some of us, it's a big step just to get to church today. But God has things for us to do, and he will cleanse us as we endeavor to do it. We, can't, we are sometimes not even beginning to be qualified for what he asks for us to do. But as we take steps to do those things, he will qualify us. I wasn't qualified to ever be a parent, and I still wonder if I had the right qualification. But, you know, as 
It came about, it happened, and the Lord blessed. As I was obedient to him and obeyed his commandments, he qualified me. And he'll qualify you no matter what the task is. I'm not talking about monster, monumental things. I'm talking about just simple things in everyday life God wants you to do. Brother uh, uh, Dill was talking about salvation, service, and sacrifice. And you'll hear that yet a little later in this message. But, you know, I watched my mother one time give up ice cream for Lent. And that's a certain portion of... Uh, of uh, the Catholic faith that they practice, but it it was a portion of sacrifice to uh, the God that we all love, and they were misguided in their uh, affections towards them. But at the same time, I watched her give up ice cream, and I says, why are you giving up ice cream? Are you on another diet? And she says, no, I give it up. And then I watched her beat laps around the rosary, which is a bunch of beads that they keep track of a couple of prayers. And uh, she'd pray to her God and ask for forgiveness, resolution, and strength. And prayed for me because I was like, I was chiefest among sinners even as a child. And uh, it worked. Don't tell me God doesn't hear a heathen's prayer. How did you get saved if God didn't hear your prayer? So, they fell down. Let's go back to the text. And, and, and as they went, they were cleansed. They were obedient to God's word. They accepted God's word, and they acted upon God's word. Verse 15, then one of them saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God. Now, maybe you're sitting in the pew today, and you've been cleansed. When's the last time you glorified God? Now, what did he do to glorify God? Did he uh, change his race? Did he go to a, his move to a different town? Did he uh, did he do penance? Did he uh, repent? What did he What did he do to glorify God? Amen. That's what salvation's about. Thanking God for what He did for you. Thanking God for his only begotten son that was made flesh and dwelt among us and died on the cross for our sins. It's nothing more than that. Well, it's a lot more than that, but it's nothing less than that either. God sent his son to die on the cross for each one of us. And all we have to do is thank him. And what happens when you thank him? What happened to these men? Well, they were cleansed. Every one of them's cleansed. And you'll see that this man returned and glorified God, and his life was, I believe his life was dramatically changed. And he was, uh, he was the one that, we ent- that entered into Scripture and that we can identify and wish we could be as. As he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. There's the return to his unqualified grace and mercy he received from God. Each one of us get unqualified grace and mercy from God. And what did he do? He had to humble himself. He fell on his face, an act in any culture of humbleness. Have you ever humbled yourself before God? We're a proud people. We've got people here from two different nations, probably a couple more if I'd 
go through and find out. But we're a proud people. If you're living in Alaska, you're a proud person. When's the last time you humbled yourself before God? It might be a problem to pray before you eat because you have to humble yourself. You might have to tell, I've had plenty of waitresses and waiters stand there and wait for me to finish praying. And, you know, some of them will even pray with me. What a wonderful opportunity it is to testify of your Savior. When that man fell down on his face before God, he humbled himself before anybody around him and his condition. He came back, he was healed. He wasn't bloody, he wasn't pussy, he wasn't ugly, he wasn't gross. He was cleansed of leprosy, his disease, on the outside and on the inside. And yet he transformed his life and witnessed of others of Jesus Christ by falling down on his face and worshiping him. For some of us, it's an effort to worship God even on Sunday. We have trouble making church on Sunday. For some of us, it's a trouble, it's trouble, it's a service, we figure, it's a sacrifice. We don't want to humble ourselves enough to pray and ask him for help and submit ourselves to his word. These men demonstrated the least, uh, all, te- all ten of them demonstrated at least the effort to be obedient to God's word. God wants you to be obedient to his word, but if you want real fellowship with God, you want to see advancement in your life, you want to see things and victory over problems in your life, you want to see things happen in your life, try humbling yourself. Try thanking them for what you got. I'm reminded of uh, one time my son came to me and I helped him uh, obtain a a motorcycle, it was. Then he wanted gas for it. And I said, you can't, you haven't thanked me for the bike, now you want gas for it. Isn't that the way we are with God? What has he done for you? What have you thanked him for today? Well, we're good at coming to him and asking him for more and more and more. And even if we don't ask him for anything, he still is grateful for us when we're thankful to him. When we humble ourselves and be obedient to him to the best of our ability, we don't have to be Superman. We don't have to jump off the bus and lay on our face. But God really wants us to uh, be thankful toward him, towards him. How do I show my thankfulness? Well, I just went through a couple of them. Church, sacrifice. Oh, I love going out in the woods and praying to Jesus. Yeah, he died for the church. He didn't die for the woods. The woods is a place that, you, you, that he gave you for solace, yes. He gave you the woods for comfort, yes. But Romans chapter 1, we're reminded about how we're to worship the creator rather than the created. And so God takes great joy in our sacrifices, even if they're on a little scale. Even if they're on a little scale, as we endeavor to be obedient to him. Then Jesus answered and said, we're not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. See, he wasn't even qualified by blood as a Jew to be standing before another Jew of high authority at that time. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. He didn't say, Arise and follow me. He said, Go ahead and pursue life. He said, Go thy way. 
thy faith has made thee whole. Now, he was cleansed, but he wasn't made whole. Or the ten lepers were cleansed, but they weren't all made whole. That's something we try to be all our lives, to be made whole. We've got men in this room, and dare say some ladies, that dedicated their lives to help making people whole, physically. We got people in this room that have dedicated or sacrificed some of their time and their efforts to help make people whole emotionally. Uh, Miss Rachel, as far as singing this morning, that was a sacrifice that was done for us. It was done to glorify God. And it helps make people feel whole. Maybe you're saved today and you haven't been you're not feeling whole. You have things and problems in your life. Now, I'm not talking about physical things. I'm talking about spiritual and emotional things. We're made of body, soul, and spirit. And you need to be made whole. There's a formula here on how to be made whole. Humble yourself and give glory to God, and you will be made whole. You will be made whole. I've seen men in various conditions and various circumstances in life with various problems, and I've had to help them burden them and pray for them, and I've seen them be made whole as they yielded and became grateful to God for what they did have. Now, I've not met all my aspirations. I've been very fortunate to have met some. But God can help you with your everything. Go thy way. And as you go God's, your way with God, he will guide and direct you and make you whole. It's when your way is contrary to God's way, you're outside of him blessing you past salvation. I don't know how much more simple I can make it, but it is that simple. God loves you. He died for you. He cleansed you. And he will make you whole. I've been to the top of my game a few times in life. I got more degrees behind me than Carter's got pills. I was an airborne ranger in the service. I think of the military when we see all the flags. I've been to the top of my game in a few other areas. Wouldn't have made it at all until I yielded to God and he made me whole. If you lack that wholeness in your life, even though you're saved and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, yield yourself to God, humble yourself, ask him to help make you whole. And he will. God can do all kinds of things, but one thing he can't do is lie. And he tells you right there, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Put some substance in your faith. Put some action in your faith. React to God's word. Salvation, service, sacrifice. They all glorify God. Let's all stand.